Hi, everyone. Welcome back. Welcome, welcome. Glad to see you. Yeah, we have a very exciting episode today. Nothing like anything we've done before. <laughs> yeah, we're just an, a podcast of trying new things. Exactly. Uh, so this week we have both Kim and Ket on in one episode. Very exciting. A powerhouse episode, if you will truly a powerhouse episode. We took the parts of their episodes beforehand talking about their podcast and their friendship and kind of wanted to make it its own episode because I personally find it really interesting how they met and kind of created this piece of art together, which is really cool. And we wanted to give themselves their own moment with their own episodes. So here's kind of a bonus episode. And we asked them similar questions about how they met, what they first thought of each other, why they're doing the podcast. Yeah, we we interviewed them on the same day, but at different times. So it was interesting piecing it all together and making it into a nice little story of their artistic beginnings, if you will. Yeah, so we'll be jumping in and out every once in a while just to help the story along, but enjoy. So what better place to start off than to see where they met? Uh, Kim and Ket actually met at the same university and went to school for the performing arts. First semester freshman year of college, we were in Acting One together. The Towson University Theater Program is conservatory-like but not a conservatory technically. So the people that you start enacting one with, if you're all serious about it, you're in the same classes for four years together. Like when we meet new people all the time, our first impressions can sometimes be a little bit off. This was definitely the case for Kim and Ket. I'll tell you that she thought I was a bitch at first. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, Not no, the word uh, she used, but. <laughs> <laughs> no, just guys, I used, I used to be really shy. And so I would not like kind of talk to people just because I was so shy. But I love Ketra and I thought she was talented AF. I feel like that was probably my number one thought of her in the beginning. It was that she was super fucking talented. She was way cooler than me when we started and was like hanging out with the frat guys and going to, you know, the town bar with her fake ID and, you know, thought theater kids were dorks, which we are. I was kind of, for the first two years, I was kind of like, I was a theater major, but I like hung out with like frat guys and stuff like that, you know, like I've always been like half in the theater world and like still hanging with the cool kids a lot you know so I was never like full full theater nerd quote-unquote um <laughs> Ketron was definitely full theater nerd so we weren't like super hanging out for the first like two years like I feel like I still kind of went to parties here or there but she was definitely more involved like with the theater people then we kind of had to inform her no Kim you're a super dork as well and we're way, way more fun. And then she figured it out. And the rest <laughs> is history. Frat boys left in the dust. Right. Little did she know that that was inside her all along. Mm -hmm. We were cast in a play. I think it was our first semester of junior year. It was Uncommon Women and Others. Oh, such a good show. Uh, so good. We became best friends. Us two and three other girls. So there's five of us. And it's so funny because that play is about women who all went to college together and then they meet like however many years later mm -hmm. and you know are nostalgic about their years back in the day and like now we are still all like five best friends we take a trip together every single year because 
two live in New York, one lives in Chicago, and then me and Ketrin are in LA. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's just ironic. But the five of us all became really best, best friends through that. And then Ketrin and I basically wanted to pursue more of like TV and film. So we became like the go into LA part of the group. And so, yeah, we moved out to LA together and kind of been, you know, sisters ever since really. That's a little backstory on Kim and Ket. If you want a more in-depth dive into who they are as people and a little bit more of their um, life in between them meeting and the podcast that we're about to jump into, go listen to their perspective episodes. Right. So we're going to skip ahead a little bit, as Melody said. Mm-hmm. There's a, a lot in between the point that they leave from college on the East Coast and move over to the West Coast. They have a little bit of time finding themselves doing a little bit of work, working together on different productions. And then this is the part of their story that uh, is a little bit more near and dear to our hearts because we started a podcast and are deeply impacted by the work that they do. I know that Melody Mm -hmm. was highly inspired by the work that they do on their podcast, Kim and Ket Stay Alive, maybe. Yeah. Should we just jump in? I don't know. There's nothing else for me to add, really. Yeah, let's just go ahead and listen to Ket talk about how they started with their podcast. I had really started listening to podcasts, and my favorite podcast, like everybody on the planet, was My Favorite Murder. And the Mm -hmm. thing that I liked the most was the relationship between the two women and how honest it was. And I said, you know, I want a podcast where I talk to my best friend. But I said, you know, we need to have a concept. You know, I find talking to my best friend entertaining, but how can we make it entertaining for someone who's never met us before? And so Kim and I were always the two people from our friend group that wanted to go see the horror movies. And everybody else was either not interested or, you know, was morally opposed to watching horror movies. Not morally <laughs> opposed, but like my cousin Allison, like, yeah. ne- cannot watch horror movies i was just wondering what morally meant more just that they're like (laughs) i it's it's not i don't have the constitution for it like i can't do it yeah mitch really funny it's very funny he is the stereotypical sitting under a blanket through his fingers watching a horror movie not to call you out mitch but i'm calling you out (laughs) i mean you're not alone you're not alone i'm not alone yeah. I'm always like with somebody under that blanket for sure. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> so we decided, okay, you know, let's talk about horror movies. While Kim and Ket were trying to figure out what they wanted their podcast to be about, they had some really great mindsets going into it. They were able to create a list of rules that they really wanted to stand by and they really wanted it to be fun. I didn't go into it like expecting anything or with this conscious awareness of what it would bring me, to be honest. Like I was kind of just floating along. I was starting my own personal mindset and like life coach work at the time. So they Mm -hmm. did start to overlap eventually. But no, Ketrin really came to me with the idea of was just wanting to create some type of podcast. We said horror movies and Kim said, what about a choose your own adventure? And And you're like, done. (laughs) Yeah. Kim and I are not experts by any stretch of the imagination. We didn't live in that world. You know, we weren't immersed in the classics necessarily. It was just something that we thought was fun that we would do sometimes. And so we were like, we're not going to be a review podcast because we have absolutely no expertise in it at all. Mm hmm. But we are storytellers and we do like to laugh. 
And because we were fans of horror movies, but not experts, there's 30 trillion, bajillion, million horror movies that we haven't seen. Kim had the idea of doing a choose your own adventure type thing where we could tell stories to each other and choose what we would do in those same situations. And that was where we were like, this is our perspective and this is what we can bring to the table that's different. And obviously Kim and I do talk about ourselves a lot. There is a lot of personal anecdotes and things like that, but I I definitely think it comes from the story of the movie. And we're definitely using the horror genre as a platform for that. And also, you know, we've been doing it for two years now, so I feel like we have earned the ability to sort of be more indulgent with our personal lives because, you know, we do have people that have been on the ride with us. But, you know, we definitely wanted to respect our audience and come at them with a concept, first and foremost. For me, like, I was just like, actually, I will say this, probably because I how I was feeling at the time with the business world of acting, I told her, I was like, my number one rule is that we have fun. And the second I stop having fun, like, I don't want to do it anymore. Smart. That's a good rule. Yeah. And it's felt that way ever since. Like that intention has come through in a really wonderful way, I think. Now that Kim and Ket had their rules and the idea to work from, they were ready to get started. At the beginning, Ket's husband even shared an idea to get the ball rolling. He was like, why don't you record the first, you know, five episodes and just see if it's, see if it has legs, like see if it's good. Like, let's just see. So we, the first five episodes, we were recording on a borrowed machine with one microphone on Kim's couch, you know, just drinking margaritas and recording it. And Eric then had to, you know, edit them and do all of the technical stuff that I just absolutely cannot be bothered to learn. (laughs) Thank God for who I married. And he, I remember him saying, Hey, I can't believe this, but this is fucking funny. And I was like, oh, shit, cool. (laughs) Fuck, let's release them. So we released the first five episodes and then got much better at it. (laughs) God bless the people that are still listening to the (laughs) first five to eight episodes before we had really figured out what the hell we were doing. But yeah, and the rest is the rest is history. If I didn't have the podcast, I don't know where I would be right now. But the podcast started to fill all the creative things and an emotional fulfillment that I kind of wanted from acting. I think what it is, is that Kim and I don't really know how else to be. You know, I'm sure that there are people out there that think our storytelling is, you know, strange and over the top and whatever. But, you know, it's just us being us and respecting the community enough, like the people that are experts on horror movies, respecting that community enough to know that this is what we can bring to the table that nobody else is is doing because it's a very serious community, the horror community. It is, I mean, there are people that have been living and breathing this stuff for the entirety of their lives. And so Kim and I never, ever wanted to come in thinking that we knew everything. And so I think the very idea that we are telling each other about movies we've never seen solidifies our place in just we're just fans. We're just enjoying and appreciating the art form without ever claiming to be experts or to know anything because we don't. And we respect the people that that do. 
Kim and Kat were great about being really open and frankly respecting their community. They shared personal experiences and challenges in a very real way that gave their listeners a wonderful space to, you know, just be themselves. It's been so surprising in a really, really positive way. I just, I didn't expect most of the fulfilling things that have come from it, to be honest. So one, it's creative and it's performative. Like we're not reviewing horror movies. Like we are telling a story and we're getting inside Mm -hmm. them and we're, you know, getting to improv and laugh and have fun. You know, like that's a big part of it. Getting to talk to my best friend obviously makes it enjoyable. So it like started to fill like a lot of the creative, like creative juices, you know, and we have full fucking control over it. You know what I mean? Like we talked about as being an actor, like the amount of control you have is so slim, Mm -hmm. so, so slim, you know, and it's like we have full creative control. So that feels really empowering. And then to be honest, the reason that I got into acting is to make an impact you know, because when I watch films and things like that, I feel, you know, not alone. I feel things like it opens up conversations and it like starts to change my mind sometimes about certain things that I thought I believed. And then I was like, wow, I let me reevaluate this. You know, like I just think art in general is really powerful in that way. And that's why I got into acting because I also love feelings and exploring my feelings deeply which I also do that on the podcast a lot (laughs) (laughs) like I go every direction with my feelings podcast therapy (laughs) oh yeah like I'm like well he's like I'm crying on the podcast again (laughs) (laughs) so I thought like it's a horror movie comedy podcast you know what I mean like we're not doing a personal development podcast or things like that but the feedback we've gotten, now I'm going to cry on this podcast, it's just been so wonderful. You know, like we've gotten really great feedback of just people love it and they enjoy it, but more so along the lines of people telling us they're having a really bad day. And so they put on our podcast because it makes them laugh or it makes them smile. Or someone wrote us to be like, I just want to let you girls know that you've been part of my mental health journey for a while now. And I was like, wow. (laughs) You know, or someone whose dad died and she was on her way, you know, on a plane to fly back for the funeral. And she told us that she hadn't had like her big cry yet, you know, and she felt it coming. She felt it coming like on the plane next to all these strangers. And she's like, I really don't want to do it like here. And so she put on our podcast and it made her laugh. So it like saved her from like having to have this moment that she didn't want to have right then and there. And I was like, holy fuck. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Just so many things. Like someone else I know who has a podcast and he listens and he's like, oh, I just wanted to let you know you inspired me to have a charity drive on my podcast because we do a lot of charity and donation things. And mm-hmm. we're both feminists as fuck and <laughs> just as who we are as people, but we're not trying to preach anything. And we've had many yeah. a man, like most of our listeners are men, write us and tell us that, you know, like thank us for A, being able to talk about feminist things without beating them over the head with it. Like they can digest mm. it and really hear it. And 
other things where they change their words now because we've pointed out that something, you know, the way that something was said is like not really okay. And they yeah. really ended up like changing things. And then, you know, I, <laughs> Melody knows this, I'm sure, but I talk, I personally talk about dating a lot in the podcast. It like became a topic from the very beginning. So I'm very, very open about dating and how I feel and getting hurt and processing mm -hmm. that and moving through it. And I've had many, many a person write to me and like, thank me for like being so open because it is scary sometimes when I do it, you know, but I really put my heart out there and they've told me multiple things where like, you know, guys have been like, you know, I, I thought about you the other day when I was like talking to my friends because I wanted to share something, but I felt scared, but you're always so open that it like gave me the courage to be open about how I mm -hmm. felt about something. And thanking me for being so open about like my feelings on dating and getting hurt because it makes them feel not alone and stuff like that, you know? Yeah. I didn't expect any of those things basically when I started the podcast and it's really, really made a difference. And I feel like I'm making an impact, which is what I've wanted from making art. Yeah. And it feels good that it's just natural. Like it's not forced in any way, shape or form, you know, like we're really just being our full selves and that feels really good you know kim kim definitely brings out the best in me so i think that that's also really important i i do not take our chemistry or our relationship or our friendship for granted and i never ever will i love her very much i love you kim <laughs> Everyone, thanks for listening. Yeah, we really appreciate you guys taking the time to listen to Kim and Ket's origin stories, if you will. Yeah, we had honestly a very fun time making this new style of episode. So thank you for bearing with us. Some more information on where you can find Kim and Ket Stay Alive, maybe on their podcast website, socials, all that fun stuff. So the actual podcast name is Kim and Ket Stay Alive, maybe. You can find it on anywhere you get your podcasts, Spotify. Apple Music, all that fun stuff. The website is www.kimandketstayalive.com and all of their social media is at KK Sam Podcast. Thank you again for any feedback that you have on the show. We really appreciate hearing about what your guys' favorite parts are. What you find interesting. Yes. And yeah, everything so that... Know. We like uh, having conversations with you. Yeah, reach out. So go listen to Kim and Ket's podcast and also their other episodes as well because you'll get a little more information on them and they're very cool people so yeah anything else mitch that's it hope you all have a wonderful wonderful week yes bye everyone for more information about the podcast visit our website www.artisticpodcast.com if you liked the episode, do us a favor and share it with a friend. It's the best way to help people find our podcast and will help support the show. For updates on new episodes and content, you can follow us at The Artistic Pod on Instagram and Facebook. Thanks again for listening and we'll catch you next week. See ya!